the comment on Instagram or Twitter, whatever it was about not dating an entrepreneur. Right. For one, you have to be ready for that lifestyle. Yeah. And it's not for everybody. I do not encourage my friends. If that's not what they do, I don't tell them, hey, start a business, do this. No. Yeah. For what? If you live a nine to five, my, my mother, government worker all her life, she lived a nine to five lifestyle. I would never tell her, all right, mom, you have so much talent. It's time for you to do this. Like, right. quit your job, Leave do this. That. Like, Come over here. no. Yeah. Do your thing, work, go go to work down yeah. to five. She do real estate on the side. That's her thing. Right. Um, I don't think that this is not, it's not for the week. You are now tuned in to a Power Podcast Network production. All right, all right. So we are here. We are here. We are here. Today is history. It is the first episode of the Keep the Money on the Floor podcast. I'm your host, Lex Bibbs. Um, I'm joined alongside a good friend. Um, her name is Maisha. Maisha, how you doing? I'm good, Lex. How are you? I'm good. 90 degrees in Charlotte. It's hot. I know. Thank you so much for having me. No doubt. No doubt. Uh, the goal today is to, obviously, um, I know you a bit, but just, I just want to hear your story. Like everyone else, the goal of this podcast is to give folks like yourself, um, the whole purpose of this, let me take a couple steps back, is... The whole capsule, keeping the money on the floor, is to highlight, acknowledge, champion businesses, entrepreneurs, people that went to Johnson C. Smith. Um, it's not solely them, but it's just like, you know, we're going to big up our people. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? And so when I thought of this, obviously, you're one of the first people I reached out to. So I just want to hear your story because that's all. We all have a story. Like, we all have right. something in common or whatever. But for the folks that don't know my age, who is my agent? <laughs> well, everyone, my name is Maisha. Um, if you are a Smith alum, you more than likely call me Mai. Um, I was a member of Blue Satin. Um, I'm a mother. I'm an entrepreneur. Um, again, I will say I'm a mother first because people tend to forget that um, as far as when it comes to business, too. Um, yeah, I'm the owner of Stash Collection LLC. And uh, yeah. Stash Collection LLC. Your mother, you have a son named Mace. Mace is his name. He is eight years old. Eight years old. Probably one of the coolest, freshest young dudes. <laughs> is he a TikTok star by now? No, but he just asked me yesterday to start a YouTube. And I'm just trying like, to figure like, out. Like, share, subscribe. Why not? Yeah, I'm just really trying to figure out the direction that we'll go in. So. Okay. So. Oh, also, I am a publicist as well. Yeah, um, I do have another LLC, um, I will Premier PR. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we're going to get into that, but I want to take a few steps back. I know that you're from the DMV, so where'd you go to high school and how did you find JCSU? Okay, so um, yes, I'm from Washington, D.C. I was raised all of my life in Northwest um, D.C. I moved to PG County my 10th grade year of high school. Um, I went to Potomac High School in Oxford Hill, Maryland, um, where um, I did a lot, especially as a senior. Um, I won Homecoming Queen. I've gotten Best Dressed, Most Creative, um, literally almost anything in the yearbook you could possibly think of. And what was your other question? So how did you 
find JCSU? Oh, um, I don't know how I ended up at Smith. My father and my grandmother lived in Charlotte. My dad was back and forth. My parents are from New York, so my dad was like back and forth from here to New York. And um, I came here one summer, got into a little bit of trouble. Was supposed to go to North Carolina Central. My grandmother had moved here not too far from when I started school. And um, I was very spoiled. My grandmother is like my mother. Um, And I went on campus and I'm like, look, I want to dance. So the only way I'm coming to school is if I dance. And I met you and I met um, Viticus. Yes. Crazy fact. I don't know if this was your first day ever on campus, but like, so for those that don't. That was my first day on campus. Right. Your dad at the time was working at the airport. Yes. And he, I just remember you coming in. I just heard your accent heavy. I was like, she gotta be from the DMV. <laughs> and your pops had like an airport, like I don't know what airline. Yeah, he worked for American Airlines. And that's what I remember. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, that's kind of my introduction. Yes, and my father will never forget y'all. Like he still yeah. talks about I y'all. Like the, the glory. I know it was uh, such a close knit family for sure. time. For sure. But um, Viticus. You're now listening to Keep the Money on the Fourth Podcast. Showed me the band dancers and I fell in love. And it's crazy because I was a cheerleader in high school. Yeah. Um, competitive cheer though. So when I came to the South, how they their style of cheerleading is mm-hmm. totally different. Shape, style. Yeah, we and I was not used to that. So I'm like, no, um, that's not my style. I'll go back to what I know. Right. And uh, once I saw a blue set, and I'm just like, oh, this is me. Like, yeah. I'm joining. Sign me up. Because you said you was like, I got on campus. I want to dance. But yeah. You- your mind was like straight band, like HBCU. I I never knew anything about a band other than drumline. Yeah. Like that's legit the only thing I've ever known about yeah. a band. So him just showing me like the ropes and the insides of what it would be, introducing me to people, it really got me really so excited. We've obviously, you know, it's 2020. So when did you come into Smith? What year was that? Oh seven. Oh seven. So what? Who was the band director then? You remember? Oh, um. <laughs> I'm so was bad it, at Collins. Hollis. It was Collins. Yeah, Thurman, Thurman. Yes. Shout out to Mr. Hollis. Yeah. Yes, He's a Mr. good Hollis dude. Was man. Band director. So um, obviously, band, blue satin, like um, that played a huge part, I guess, in your social life. At Absolutely. Smith, right. Yeah. Don't play with the band people. They'll jump on you. <laughs> yeah, and it's so funny because every summer. You know, we would have to be at school like three weeks before, yeah. and it would just be us and the football team. Right. And it would legit be an issue like every summer between us and the football and team. And the calf or something. Yes, like, or, or on the block, like, yeah. just anything. But yeah, um, it played a big part in my social life. Um, I'm already social. Uh, however, I just feel like going into an HBCU, you want to be a part of a dance team, a yeah. band dance. You want to be a band dancer. You want to be a cheerleader, so I was really excited to be able to be a part of that. Um, like, what do you miss the most about that experience, attending JCSU and being on the band and stuff like that? Um, I miss school so much. <laughs> if I can just go back, I really would. Yeah. I mean, like, from my professors, just even I, I went to Smith... Um, maybe a couple months before COVID and yeah. all of my professors were 
knew me still, first, last name, even knew my son's name. Like, didn't say, how's your son? They asked, how's Mace? How old is Mace now? That's dope. Um, So, I really miss school. Like, I miss the calf. I miss Chicken Wednesdays. I I mean, everything. I was telling my wife last night uh, about, like, mystery meat. She was like, what is that? (laughs) I was like, man, you just had to attend, right? Yeah, you know, double whites and the calf. Right. So, obviously, present time, you are a business owner, but, like, Take us through, like, around the time you graduated, like, did it happen right away? Like, how did you get to where you are now as far as the stats collection and the PR stuff? Right. Okay, so um, my degree was definitely communication arts, concentration in public relations. Um, After graduating, I got a job in PR. I always worked in retail, so if you're familiar with the DMV area, you've heard of Up Against the Wall. Um, I, at... 17 years old, they gave me my own store, so I was a store manager at Up Against the Wall. Which one? In Pentagon City, and then I moved to um, Iverson. Okay, I used to go to the one in Wheaton Plaza a lot, okay. Logan, Silver Spring. Yeah, so I started working there when I was 15. Right. Um, even when I came back from school, I was going back and forth. So um, I've always been in retail, and I knew that's what I wanted to do. Yeah. So I graduated, and I started working for guests here, and I did PR for guests. Um, left Guess and went to like a smaller boutique um, called Fiore Boutique. It's based out of Georgia. Mm-hmm. Um, I did PR for them. It was owned by two, like an Asian couple, and they knew nothing about public relations or marketing. Um, just coming to Charlotte, so I kind of pitched an idea to them, and they loved it. Um, I was a store manager at first, and they hired me for store manager and marketing and PR. Nice. Um, so after that, I was really bored and they weren't paying me what I wanted to be paid and what I thought I was worth. So I started making bags um, in my grandma's house. She has like 12 sewing machines. And um, I just got some fabric one day and just made a bag. And she brought it to my attention. I think it's so funny that she taught me how to sew around like age seven. Mm-hmm. And the first thing I ever made was a bag was an overnight like sleepover bag yeah. and um like and she still and has it yeah like, i just bo- yeah bored yeah. so um i started doing that i started making clutches um so stash wasn't called stash at first it was called clutch it clutch, yeah. um because it was just strictly um clutches yeah and um i quit pr and started working for american airlines because my dad worked there like you mentioned and I like to travel for free. Flight benefits. Yeah, so those flight benefits will spoil you. So go on, tell us a few places you've been with the passport. Um, Mace is eight. Mace has about six stamps. Like we've been everywhere. Um, Dominican Republic, uh, Saint Martin, all the saints, anywhere you could think <laughs> of. There, like every everywhere there. Yeah. Um, I can't even think right now. We we travel once a year. We'll try to. As a family, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's dope. Yeah, we do. Yeah. Um, took him on a cruise last year. So, yeah, we try to do as much as we can. Even though I'm not working there, we want like, no benefits. But Mace is going to be like 21. Like, bro, I've been there. Yeah, yeah, I like, know. I'm not trying to. And I had a wonderful friends. childhood. <laughs> like, I, I, and I try to give him yeah. as much, if not more, than as what I should. had. Right. As you should. So, my parents made sure I traveled and I saw the world. So, yeah. I, I had to show him that. Um, so after American Airlines, 
I had like other little jobs here in Charlotte. Charlotte is just call center um, esque, so it's always a call center job here. Yeah. So I hated that every day. I mean, hated it. And I, I am so, I will quit a job in a minute. And I'm my father's child. Like I'm a hustler. Like yeah. I will quit a job in a second if I'm not happy. And I just, I did just that. Um, and then it wasn't working for me. Like, I won't say, oh, yeah, I was making bags and everything was good. I was making all this money. Yeah. Yes, you make the money, but everything is not all good. Like, right. it is not all that it cracks up, that is cracked up to be. Um, so I've quit. I've started back up. I've quit again. I've started back up. And finally, finally, um, I decided to get my LLC. Yeah. Um, name my business Stash Collection. Stash been been in effect for a couple years now. So where does Stash come from? Like that name? Um. So I started a hashtag when it was Clutch It, and it was called What I Stashed. What I Stashed. So basically, okay. people would take pictures of the inside of their purse and show me what I stashed, okay. what they stashed, what they take in their Legal purse. Stuff, like, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, you know, like just your purse, your essentials as a female, like what yeah. you keep. Um, so, yeah, um, stash. So now we have bags, jewelry, um, accessories. It's always been like a statement piece company. Right. Uh, so I try to make pieces that you don't have. You can wear sweatpants, t-shirt, and have on a piece and you, your outfit is now changed from like basic. Like the whole athleisure look. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm very like tomboy chic. Um, okay. I don't wear heels that much. I'm a sneaker girl. So I will try to incorporate anything that you can dress up but still wear sneakers with. Right. So is this your full-time like thing? Yes. This is my full-time job. I was working in insurance before COVID. Um, a new insurance company, they moved here from New York. I was the star, I was helping them like start the company here. Yeah. COVID happened maybe a month later and they said, well, we not letting y'all go, but we can't pay y'all. Right. Um, so maybe like two weeks after that, one of my, um, clients from my PR company, he's like, oh, you so make some mask. And I legit have made so much money on just mask. I was like, oh no. So like, is this like March, April, like time? This was like March. Okay. This is like March. So between March and April, I've had to have so over, I want to say like almost a thousand masks. Just, just custom masks. masks or, custom, just... or no, I, I stopped with the custom orders because I used to say custom orders yeah. back in the day and no, I'm not doing that. Um, but no, just like That's I started dope. out with three colors, black, denim, and army fatigue. So then once I knew those were selling, I'm like, okay, let me start finding other stuff. And, I, and then I had the, you know, the Fab album cover, mm -hmm. Cold Summer. Yeah. I had that um, fabric and I made a mask out of that. And that just went stupid. Like it went so crazy. So I knew that I wanted to expand my business. So I yeah. used the money that I made from the mask to fund everything else. Yeah. I'm like, okay, I got to get about. And then I was living with my grandmother. Um, my lease was up, moved in with her. She was sick. Um, not sick, but 
she falls a lot. So, right. like, I just wanted to make sure she was good. Then it was COVID. She didn't want to be alone. Absolutely. So, I'm, I'm giving myself three months in here. I'm out of here. Like, I know I don't have no job, but I'm about to make this work. Absolutely. Um, May still got to play football. He still got to do all this other stuff. He's still involved in a lot of activities, coding yeah. classes. So, yeah. I still have stuff to pay for. Yeah. So, I'm like, okay, I'm giving myself three months. I'm going to supply this business. I'm going to fund this business and buy everything else that I need to buy. And we're going to go from there. So it's 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 been a journey, and no, yeah. every day is not glitter and gold. Yeah, talk about that because, like, you know, I'm sure I've, perception is not always reality, mm-hmm. and I think a lot of us as entrepreneurs, as business owners, as service providers, whatever your thing is, we make it look very glamorous. Yeah, we do. <laughs> but like I tell people all the time, I'm like, I can I got stuff at the crib. The comment on Instagram or Twitter, whatever it was about not dating an entrepreneur. Right. For one, you have to be ready for that lifestyle. Yeah. And it's not for everybody. Not. I do not encourage my friends. If that's not what they do, I don't tell them, hey, start a business, do this. No. Yeah. For what? If you live a nine to five, my, my mother, government worker all her life, she lived a nine to five lifestyle. I would never tell her, all right, mom, you have so much talent. It's time for you to do this. Like, right. quit your job, Leave do this. That. Like, Come over here. Yeah. no. Do your thing, work, go go to work nine yeah. to five. She do real estate on the side. That's her thing. Right. Um, I don't think that this is not, it's not for the weak at it's all. It's not. And then I think what, like, so, like, I was one of them people. Remember how, like, when COVID first happened and the whole thing was trendy, like, man, if you don't come out of this with a business. Yeah, like. I used to tell people, like, bro, don't put that pressure on people. people. Like, who? You don't know you, what people someone People can't think of through. a business in three months. Maybe they just need to rest. Mm-hmm. Like, for me, that was phase, phase one of COVID for me, the first couple months. It was just about resting. Mm-hmm. And then I kind of felt weird because I was like, I don't want to release stuff and be insensitive to people that's not, not working. Yes. You know what I mean? So I, I went through that, but I'm always going to ask you that, like, you obviously found a lane in mask. I didn't mm-hmm. want to touch mask. Everybody was like, yo, do a mask, do a mask. I was like, no. You can definitely good. get a sniff mask. Absolutely. But I was like, there's some things that I'm like, I feel confident in. Mm-hmm. And there's some things I'm like, I won't touch. Yeah. I'm happy for you. I'm happy for anybody else that did it. But you was for sure like, all right, these masks are going to work. I didn't know. You didn't know? No. Uh, my business partner, well, he's not even my business partner, but my client, Julian, yeah. uh, Black Doors, yep. he will black all now. He just was like, Ma, make a mask. Like, he is the, he pushes me, like, yeah. to no end, like, no return. Like, he won't let me slack. So I'm just like, you know, I will make masks and then what? Like, people not working, everybody just got laid off. He's uh, like, just do it, just do it. Kept pushing me to tell, telling me to do it. So I'm like, okay. I'll make the masks. I made those first masks, and they just yeah. got out of there. Yeah. Like, just flew. So, so I didn't know. I got a question, because, again, going back to the point I made, like, I didn't want to come off insensitive, like, because I had all this stuff lined up. And then I was like, yo, people out here spending money. Mm-hmm. So, did you have one of those, like, realizations, like, yo, people spending, let me get yeah. in my bag and I start I saw other stuff. people posting, and then I saw another black company who... She sold makeup, and she made a million dollars in 10 minutes. I'm like, no. All right, so people bored. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, they spending money like it's time, and that's when I ordered my jewelry. 
Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, so if I, I know if I market it right, people gonna buy it. Right. And everybody is at, at home. At this point, we trying to figure out our outfits for when we out of quarantine right. because we already have been told we out of here in 30 days. 30 days and turn into six months. Yeah. But then I also think like Amazon, FedEx, UPS. Oh, oh, That horrible. became like a thing as far as like, yo, I, I just want to see the delivery guy. Yeah. I just no, that was thing. I, I order from Amazon like every day. Yeah. <laughs> like I was bored. My grandmother's like, if you order another package exactly. to this house. But, exactly. You know, that's the thing. And then even like with my company, I will watch people tweet like, oh, I'm just waiting for my package. Like I can't wait to see the, the mailman pull up. And that's that's another thing. Let's talk about that. Shipping during this time yeah. was horrible, mm-hmm. horrible, and nobody understands as a consumer, you don't understand what it is for the business owner to get right. your merchandise out and for you to not get your, business, right. your merchandise on time, and they don't treat us like they treat Neiman Marcus and Forever Cause they 21. Because they know you. I mean, legit will text yeah. you at 12 o'clock like, oh, I placed my order at 1159, yeah, 12.01, I don't have a tracking number. Talk about that. Yeah, like, talk like, about, because um, I struggle with that. Like, I, my rule of thumb is I try to get people stuff out within one or two business days, like mm-hmm. the next day you order. But I used to struggle with that a lot. And my, my wife had to tell me, like, it's because they know you. Like, they yeah. don't know the guy that runs Target. No, they but know you. But because they know you, they're going to DM you. you. They can right. text you. They can call you. They can call you out mm-hmm. and be like, bro, where my package at? Right. And what I hate right now is, and I'm not saying no names, but I don't like the people that's like, yo, I ain't got my order yet. And so I love, I live for these moments. Like, cool, give me a chance. Give me a full name, please. Because most of the time, I don't know these people. Mm-hmm. Like, we're communicating via social media. And I screenshot them. Like, oh, yeah, bro. Oh, oh yeah, ma'am. It's been there three days. Right. People don't check their mail. check the mail. <laughs> I got two DMs today. Like, hey, um, I'm just looking for my package. Yeah. So if you order from my site, you get an email when you order. Then you get an email when it ships out. Right. So you can track your own package. The same for you. Right. Um. So I'm like, did you check your email? She's like, oh, no, I haven't checked it. The package been there three days. Like, another girl, her package got there today. Yeah. Like, come on, y'all. Don't text me at 10 o'clock because, and I'm going to get, listen, <laughs> I'm going to give you the same energy you give me. Right. If you come at me, I'm we're we going to be professional, right. but I'm going to give you the same energy you, you giving me. If you want to talk about business, make sure you texting me between business hours. Make sure you're emailing me within business my business right. hours. Like proper no. grammar, all absolutely, that. all yeah. of that. You gonna say hello? Because people do not say hello, or they want to know. Good oh, what's well? How much is this? What's this? Um, how, where can I find this? Good morning. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. No, I mean I think that's one of the you know as we talk about you know obviously we're both black and you know supporting black businesses i feel like we get held to a different standard and people expect us to be amazon they expect Mm -hmm. us to be all of these companies this is like bro like why can't you be patient i get it you don't want to wait and i don't like my customers waiting either nobody wants to wait but like can you be patient please and then if ups misdirects the package that's not on me and if you clearly see that your package has been sent out and then it says arriving in whatever facility UPS, USPS got going on, yeah. that don't 
don't have nothing to do with me. Right. Nothing. Like, nothing to do with me. Please right. cut us a little bit of slack. I heard my friend, she ordered something. It took nine weeks to come here. Not from your bit? Oh. No, no, no. <laughs> from uh, someone else. Yeah. It took some company she ordered from. It took nine weeks. And she said so she forgot about it. She was like, oh, I didn't even think about it. I wasn't thinking about it. But let that have been like a small business. They would have been blowing them up. Right. Like, I not understand. We do. We are entrepreneurs. Like, some of us, do. this is our full-time job. But we have other orders to fill other than yours. Absolutely. But it, it, it becomes like you right yeah so again we just having a very organic conversation i struggle with this how do you deal with this friends family wanting stuff for free no i don't do it i don't do it i don't do it at all no nope absolutely not i make my mother pay for stuff so and not even the fact that i make my mother pay for stuff yeah. my grandmother when i first launched the mask and the jewelry my, I told my grandmother, my grandmother texted me back. She's in New York. She texted me back, and she's like, send me your website. When my grandmother yeah. ordered and spent over $100, no, nah, I'm good. Everybody so, pays. pause. Every time I post something, first of all, my grandma's 82 with a Facebook account. Every time I post a new product, she comments medium. <laughs> my, my, mother, my mother be medium. trying stuff too like, she comments I, medium I will throw my mom some things like, yeah. cause I don't want her listening and be like oh you threw me out there on that <laughs> podcast but no but, I will definitely but no but it's it's important uh, my agent anybody that's listening if you're friends and family of somebody if you want to see them be successful support. champion that product yes. support them share it do all that stuff and I, I tell my mom like yo and my, my mom thing is like, well, I'm your mother. And I'm like, that's more of a reason for you to buy it. I'm like, yo, you don't haggle with Neiman. You don't haggle with no. Banana Republic. They not giving it away. And again, like that's, I think that's a problem in our community. Because it's like, yo, I grew up with you. I danced yeah. with you. I hooped with you. You my frat brother. You my, like, bro, buy the product. It's $20, $25. I'm not charging you. And I give my friends a code too. I give you a free shipping code. Yeah. Here you go. So the answer is no for you. No, the answer is no. No. I mean, unless you're, you're doing something it. for me, I got maybe a few friends. Safira, she got almost 10k followers. Bubbles, she's a model. That's they, they strategy. They can promote me. Strategy. You know, like they're gonna help me help them. And so shout out to them because y'all got this this like girl power thing that I see going on on social media where y'all collabing, y'all bigging each other. Which yeah. it should be. You know what I'm saying? Like, we all should be trying to champion each other's, like, products or services. So, shout out to them. Um, I purchased a, a What Would Beyonce Do shirt from... Oh, from Bubbles. Yeah. yeah. And uh, we, we also, my college friends, we all, we, it's a lot of us, maybe like 11 or 12 of us. Uh, and during COVID, what we did was everybody hosted, like, a virtual um, happy hour. Yep. And during our first happy hour, we talked about how we could support one another. Yeah. And not even those with businesses, just like, you know, just checking on your mental health and just making yeah. sure that you're okay. Um, and, and supporting each other, because it's a lot of us that have businesses. So right. reposting a picture, telling a friend, like, one of my friends cooks. 
Yeah. So somebody in D.C. needs a chef. Okay, this is a, she's a chef. Absolutely. Here you go. Like, just plugging each other and being able to help one another. And that's how we, you know, essentially, I guess, you know, recycle the black dollar and right. support each other. It's so important. Like, again, COVID taught me so much. much. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Even with everything going on. But it's like, yo, we spend a lot of money. We do. And, and you we know, don't mind spending it. No, we don't. And another yeah. thing that made me realize that people don't care about spending money, didn't care about spending money during COVID, was everybody was looking for a black business to support. Yeah, yeah. Um, especially when all of this, you know, the police Absolutely. brutality and all of that happened. Absolutely. Like, everyone was looking for a business, to, a yeah. black business to support. And that's kind of how this came about. I remember, um, I'm not sure you watched the trailer but I've, I've been sitting on this Keep the Money on the Fourth thing for two years. Yeah. We've talked about how... Yeah. We've talked about stuff like this. I, we need to do more to, like, the pop-up right. stuff. But it was... I just felt something in the climate. I was like, the universe energy. I was like, yo, this year, Juneteenth, um, this year, Juneteenth, I'm going to launch it. And it just... It, it worked. It was great, yeah. It worked, and it was the perfect timing. How do you... Quick pivot, how do you measure success in your businesses? Like, because everybody measures success differently. Mm-hmm. Some people say, well, I sold a thousand masks. Yeah. Some people say, well, I got this influencer to mm-hmm. rock my stuff or whatever. How do you measure success? Um, honestly, it's the reaction that I get from customers. Yeah. Um, I've gotten so many, I've made, made so many custom items. Um, just to see someone happy on their birthday or to see someone happy during a baby shower or, oh, my mom is sick. Can you please make this for her? Yeah. Um, my dad is this. He need, he wants this mask. He's a Cowboys fan. Like, can you make this happen for me? Yeah. Now, I, I, ju- I did say I didn't take custom orders anymore. But when it comes to stuff like that, I do. Yeah. Um, I also set monetary goals for myself, um, items for myself. I try to set a, make, set a goal monetary goal for myself daily but as far as success goes if i know that i'm doing my job as far as selling the merchandise getting out quality merchandise um how i'm packaging it um how quick i'm sending it off to you and a customer can tell someone else that's i'm okay with that yeah um if you just tell one friend that's one friend that didn't know anything about me so so is your, um, like, as far as marketing, uh, should have asked you this a little earlier, but it's cool. Like, do you focus a lot, like, straight social media, like, email blasts, like, word of mouth? Like, what do you see as the most success for um, your business? I see Instagram, and I have two pages. I have a personal page and a business page. And whenever I release something, yeah. I'll take pictures. Like, I've turned my dining room into a whole photo booth ring light yeah like ring light (laughs) backdrops like everything so i will take pictures and then release the item on my page and then once i put it on my personal page it sells you went live with somebody march april and i i checked in a little bit and the girl said something and it stuck with me because so many so many entrepreneurs she said something about like I don't care about likes and comments. No. I just post. Yeah. And so many people, like myself at times, were so conscious, like, oh, it didn't do this or Mm -hmm. it didn't do that. 
But like she said something that stuck with me. It was like, bro, just post, just post. And that's I what I tell about, my friends. Absolutely. It's not about likes, it's mm -hmm. just getting it out there. Don't care about getting on their nerves. You I had to put myself in the mindset of I don't even care who's watching my page. Like I'm posting because I need to get this out there. Right. And I need y'all to see it because my Instagram stories, I get over a thousand views in my Instagram stories. My likes and Comments may be different right. from when I post a picture, but I know once but I put it... that's a part of you knowing your audience. Though. Right. You know once I, mean? I know once I put it on that Instagram story, y'all going to see it regardless if you're right. skipping through it or not. Right. And I will also say continuously post the same thing. Consistency. Yeah. Like, so, like, what's your, what's your kind of social media, like, rule of thumb? Like, is it, like, certain amount per day, certain amount per week? Yeah, so I... Safira manages my business social media. Smart. <laughs> um, yes, yeah, so I definitely wanted to keep my money within my circle. Yeah. So uh, I hired my friend, and I feel like she's very good at what she does. So I let her strictly do that. Yeah. I don't even tell her nothing. I just send her pictures. But she posts, I can say that she posts at least every hour to the stories. And she will post probably like three times a day. And she knows like the times to post. Yeah, I I saw you have a, a a sale. I mean, this is not going out. Well, I don't know. It'll go out soon. But <laughs> you have a sale going on to midnight. Yes. So what's uh, what's that sale about? The code is Alter Ego. Yeah. Um, I feel like I've created three of my alter egos as far as like celebrity goes when it comes to my brand. Mm -hmm. um, and it is to fit each demographic. So Mary J is one of them. Um, of course, for the older women, Tiana Taylor and Rihanna. I feel like Tiana's already my alter ego. She is that I say whatever I want to say, even though I, I do too. But yeah. she's like more bold. Like she says whatever she wants that to say. New York. She wears whatever she wants. Um, and I, I just love her style. So yeah. alter ego was the code for today. Mm -hmm. um, and it's $10 off. I just released new hats. Um, like the hat I have on, I'm, I customize LA, DC, and New York. I got an LA hat on too. I know. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I customized those, yeah. but I just did like a custom release. So I found pink, right? New York City hats. Um. Well, New York and Yankee hats, and customized those. So. So without giving away too much of your secret to success, like, what would you give to someone that's like? thinking they want to start a business or like kind of stuck, it's COVID, mm -hmm. you know, like help somebody get out of a trap, a mental trap right now. What would you tell them okay. to push through? I just had this conversation with my best friend, um, Brandy, who sold the Orange Moon products. We need to re-up on those. Yeah, no, like legit. So she um, came to me yesterday and she was like, you know, mom's stuck, like, I think I'm going to take a break. I think I'm going to do do away with Orange Moon. Um, I don't want to do this no more. I don't have a passion for it. Mm. I know her, and she's an Aquarius. So, so yesterday she didn't have a passion for it. Today she's back to normal. But um, I know her, and I said, I'm like, okay, so this is a brand that you've been working on forever. You have a product that sells itself. Like you can legit just set up a booth, and your product sells itself. Yeah. Why would you leave that? Yeah. She's like, oh, well, I mean, I just don't, I don't know. Like, sales aren't how I want it to be. She has a social media issue, too. Mm. So she doesn't like posting on social media, which I understand. I don't force everybody to, yeah. everybody's not comfortable with social media. 
It's weird. Yeah. It's weird. So I told her, I'm like, listen, post your products, have people review your products, send some stuff out to some people yeah. just to kind of get some sales going. Ask somebody to do a review, kind of maybe putting somebody better on. She sells a lot of stuff. She has bathing suits, sunglasses, like all types yeah. of stuff. And I'm, I'm telling her, like, send Bubbles a bathing suit. Like, she'll she'll uh, pump it for you. Like, she'll yeah. you can give her a code. I'm sure you're going to get sales off of her. Right. So she's like, um, yeah, no, I, I mean, I just don't know. So I'm just, like, continuously motivating her. Like, okay, this is what we're going to do. We're going to get journals. We're going to write in our journals. We're going to write down our daily goals, our weekly goals, our monthly goals, yeah. and figure out what the checklist is going to be, and we're checking it off. Each, I'm not letting my friends give up. No. I don't get. I don't care. Again, it could be a nine to five. I'm not letting you give yeah. up. So um, I always tell people, keep going. Don't give up. Don't care about what nobody has yeah. to say. Um, somebody might not like it, and everybody's not going to like it. But who cares? Right. You're going to find ten people that like it, rather than one person who doesn't. But you know what's so crazy, and I'm glad you said that. What I got from that is like have a strategy, set goals, like daily, monthly, weekly, mm-hmm. quarterly, yearly, whatever, like. Sometimes, again, on them slow weeks, it's like, it's that one thing that comes through and it just gives you that, like, yeah, extra boost. boost. Like, you see that big cartel come through, you're like, yeah. man, bet. Like, I'm still in the game. Mm-hmm. Even if I mean? it's just one sale. The power of one. One sale. Like, yeah. yesterday, I'll be completely honest, I got no sales yesterday. But I probably went to sleep at 11 o'clock. I woke up, I got six sales in my sleep, like. I don't know why people were up at one o'clock in the morning hey, ordering, but that's when they that order, happens. and it just motivated me. Like, okay, listen, today I need to get this out. I need to start. I'm starting a YouTube. Yeah. I need to record this video. I need to make sure I'm doing this. Like, yeah. I try to, and I try to set those type of goals as, as um, other than monetary goals because I don't want to do it for the money. Yeah. And yes, I know the money pays my bills, but I, I want it. I want it to be genuine, right. and I want people to see the passion in me and my business. Man, that was a lot there. Um, I need to order some from her. Me and my wife, we love those products. Yes. We met her at the pop up shop. Man, mm-hmm. that pop up shop was dope. It was dope. We gotta we need do that more. again. I know. We gotta do it COVID, once, once the COVID know? and the germs and all that stuff. So um, as we come into a close here, I got a couple more questions for you. Um, are you at the place yet where you offer internships? Are you employing people? Like, talk about that. Yes, I need two interns, um, and I'm definitely going to you? Johnson C. Smith first. Yeah. Um, I'm going to reach out to someone at Smith just so I can okay, put out go some flyers. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I have to go to, through the school legally, um, mm. which I found out. But um, if talk, you talk are, about that. Going through the school legally. Um, you have to, for one, you have to have an LLC, and I think they have to give you some paperwork yep. that you have to submit to them, and then they'll um, put up a flyer or send it out. And the reason I ask that because people think they can just, oh, yo, you could be my intern, oh, or you no. could be my brand ambassador. No. You gotta go through like legit paperwork. Yeah, and I, like even my little brother, I had to do a 1099 for him. I hired him for the summer. Yeah. And I had to even do a 1099 for him. Paperwork is very important. Yes. And even Safira, she got that too. Like, yeah. I try to make sure everything is legit and on yeah. paper. For the and, books. right, so much, you know, a lot of this stuff we do is like handshake deals and favors over favors. But as we get older, you got to level up. You got to, like, mm-hmm. you know, what, what's that Jay Z line? Like, change is cool to cop, but more important is lawyer fees. Like, 
I remember I tell this quick story. Um, <laughs> me and Matt, uh, two CIAAs ago, Matt's my guy. And he was like, Lex, come here. And I was like, what's up? And he was like, they selling your stuff. They, somebody oh. was selling Smith. And I was like, cool. So I went over to the guy, talked to him. And I was like, hey, you got a website? And I was like, I appreciate it. I got the information first. Mm -hmm. And I was like, um, you can't really sell that because I trademarked that. And he was like, oh, I didn't know older guy. And Matt was like, so that's it? You're not going to say nothing else to him? I was like, that's what I paid the people for. They're going to harass him. Right. If he don't take it down, I'm not going to get into no... Mm -hmm. So I'm just saying I'll let it say, not on no flex, but it's like, get your paperwork Works lined together. up. Because any agreement, any discrepancy, you can just be like, bro, according to this document right here, mm -hmm. you cannot you do, do that. that. And I just had this argument on Twitter, too, because a black bag designer just released some bags the other day. I don't remember her name. Yeah. But um, they sold out within two minutes. And people were, her bag sell for like two thirty five. People resold her bags for two fifty. I mean, for six fifty, eight fifty, a thousand dollars. Do you know how pissed I will be? I will be so upset. For one, yeah. I'm working with manufacturers now to make sure that I produce a line that is as nice as Louis Vuitton and everything right. else. But by a black business owner who wants to sell it for not that big of a dollar, yep. and you gonna resell it, and and you black? No, I have an issue with that. Yeah, we, oh, yes. we do Make live, sure we everything do live is in on that paper. resale generation. Yeah, everything even is for sneakers. Flip. Like, I mean, everything. <laughs> everything. My 15 year old little brother, that's how he made his money all year. Right. Buying sneakers, reselling sneakers. Flipping. Yeah, it's a hustle. Um, what projects do you have in the works? You got anything that people should know about? You got any discount codes they can use if they listen to this podcast? Um, yeah, I'll create one. Um, I will definitely create a, I'll keep it going too. Okay. Um, it'll be 15% off and I'll figure out the code by the end of this, but, um, <laughs> I do, I'm starting a YouTube yeah. as well. Um, it's going to be a lifestyle brand, um, a mommy and me type of thing. Okay. Um, I also bartend, so I'm going to be making like adult drinks and Mace will make like kitty drinks nice. that will go off of the Red adult drink. Yeah. Right. <laughs> A little bit of candy and stuff. Yeah. So, um, him and I will be doing a lot of things together. <clears throat> um, again, I'm working with manufacturers now to yeah. produce men, um, some luggage for men, book bags and duffel bags. Um, yeah. I'm also going to still create bags for women. Um, so, hopefully, by the fall, praying by the fall, that will be done. Yeah. Um, what else? Um, I'm dropping new accessories in two weeks yep. uh, so you can look out for that you can follow me on Instagram um, my personal page is my Wilson M Y Wilson with one L underscore and my business page is stash collection underscore okay okay yeah um and say that one more time just just in case they they missed it so Both pages. Mo most importantly I don't care about my personal page most most importantly yeah. Um, stash Make them collection. Transactions. Yes. Yeah, for sure. For S T A S H collection underscore. Okay. Well, Maisha, I appreciate you coming on. You're my of first course. guest. You Thank set you the so standard. Much. You set the bar. Um, and yes, I do need interns. So if you hear this and you are in college, yeah. you need an internship. Um, Go through the university. 
Um, I mean, they can they can email me, but I'll go through the university yeah. when it comes to that, just so they can get a credit. Yeah. Um, but yes, please, please, yeah. you can find me my email on my personal page, my business page, whatever. For sure. So um, one thing I want to close before I close, close, pre-close is just like uh, I have this saying. I always say, never forget the bridge you cross, and that's like our university, right? So I'm just going to encourage you and everybody else I interview to. You know, time, talent, and treasure, like, give back to the school. You Absolutely. know what I mean? Because it gave us so much. Say what you want about that school. You it know. gave us so much. Absolutely. Whether it's the relationships, whether it's, you know, obviously a degree if you finished. Pray everybody finished. <laughs> but, like, never forget the bridge you cross. You know what I mean? So, this is Lex Viv signing out. First episode. Thank you so much. I do have the code. You got the code. Yes. Go ahead. So, we just going to make the code Betty Sport. B E A T T I E S. Yes. Ford. That is Ford, and that'll be on there 15% off. You can use it indefinitely. Okay. Thank you so much. Keep the money on the Ford podcast. We'll see you next episode.